Hey there, Mouse Lifers, and welcome into episode 108 of the Mouse Life Podcast. I'm Kathy, and it's everyone's favorite. It's trip report time. Samantha got a chance to take an exclusive tour of Disneyland with some of her travel agent partners in crime. So stay tuned to find out what she got to see and do. And that was Samantha with the woohoo there. So (laughs) she's all excited to tell us all about it. So don't forget to give us a like on Facebook and SoundCloud, rate and review us on iTunes, and of course follow all the fun on Twitter at MouseLifePod. We'll we'll get to it right after this quick word from our sponsor. Vacation with the Magic by Shelby, specializing in Disney destinations, including Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line. Let me plan your perfect Disney vacation so you can make magical memories with your family. Come discover all the magic that awaits you at a Disney destination. Email Vacation with the Magic by Shelby at shelby.frick at vacationwiththemagic.com today. That's S-H-E-L-B-Y dot F-R-I-C-K at vacationwiththemagic.com. And now let's bring in the Mouse Life crew. Joining in this week are John. Yellow. Jen S. Hey, everybody. Jeff. Hello. The aforementioned Samantha. Hello. Jen K. Howdy, folks. And now let's hear from our own purveyor of Disney exclusives. Please welcome Shelby with this week's Disney news. Thank you. Um, First up, I have some sad news. Ron Miller, the former president and CEO of Disney, has passed away at the age of 85. Ron Miller was the husband of Diane Disney and the son-in-law of Mr. Walt Disney himself. He was president of Walt Disney Productions in 1978 and later CEO in 1983. He was also the president of the board of directors at the Walt Disney Family Museum and the owner of Silverado Vineyards. You know, I saw I saw something. I mean, he was way behind the scenes. I mean, he was he was prominent, but like he was responsible for a lot of stuff sort of on the download that people didn't like he, other people like I saw were the you know people saying others took credit for some of the things that right. he shouted yeah. through like getting Epcot built you know yep. I mean mm-hmm. it was sort of the vision mm-hmm. of and Ron the Miller Disney Channel and a bunch the of Disney others. Channel and Touchstone Pictures really? and a lot of yeah. that stuff yeah. yeah I had no idea yeah. that was it he was just quiet about it it was very quiet about it Ron Miller was behind a lot of that he stuff. let other people take the credit for it <laughs> Yes, yeah, I think he. Start, cool. I think he got things off the like started things off, and then yeah. you know when he, when you know he was kind of ousted from the company, and they brought in Michael Eisner. I think you know Michael mm. Eisner obviously had a large than life personality, and you know took a lot of things uh, to the finish line. Yeah. yeah, a lot of things that you know. And the guy who's there um, when they're when they go live is the guy that gets the credit. Yeah. 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 Right. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah but... he's the guy who cuts the ribbon, right? And right. Yeah, really. You know? yeah. yeah. Rod yeah. never had the big scissors. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of that is due to, like, the way I read it, the vision of Ron Miller and how yeah. he was the one who sort of shepherded these projects through. And, and, you know, Disney owes a lot of what it is today to the vision of Ron Miller. Yeah, I, I definitely would second that. Yeah. So, rest in peace. Yes. Yes. Um, the next news story is that a new Coco-inspired show is coming to the Mexican Pavilion at Epcot. Beginning on March 6th, the show will 
feature musicians of the Marachi Cobra Band. And it will be joined by folk, um, I'm exhausted, <laughs> folklorica dancers. And they will tell the tale of Miguel Riviera, his love of music, and his journey to find what matters most. His familia. No. Always gets to me. And if you haven't seen, there's a great picture of Miguel himself who shows up and he's a puppet. And it's really cool how they did that. And uh, yeah, so it's going to be March 6th. It's going to begin for Epcot Flower Garden. It's going to be like outside on a stage somewhere? Well, the mariachis I'm usually yes. perform like right on the like on side the walkway, on the, on the, yeah. on the pavilion yeah. out there. Yeah, so yeah. it would be like yeah, they there's perform. no room inside. No. Yeah. Oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. The music from that movie is spectacular, so that'd be really, yeah. really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the little Miguel is super cute. He I can see the little yeah. puppet Miguel. Yeah, yeah. It is the little puppet. Oh, I can look for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The next news story is that themes were revealed for the Disney Skylander gondolas, which are coming to Disney World. So uh, there's going to be pictures of characters, and it looks like they're in the gondola with you and everything. Mm -hmm. So there's like Princess and the Frog, Ralph Breaks the Internet, Coco, Goofy, Mickey and Friends, Finding Dora, The Haunted Mansion, Pirates, Ratatouille, lots and lots and lots of different ones. Yeah. That's cool, though. I can keep going. I wouldn't be too repetitive. Right, exactly. Yeah, and they're sort of wraps. They're like they're there, but they're like they look like they're looking out the windows. So it's cute. It's gonna it's be cute. cute. It'll be neat it's to, gonna be cute. because you'll be able to see them from so many places, both in the resorts and the parks. It'll be neat having yeah something from the outside to look at. I mean, it'll be as you know that's cool. Yeah, they'll be very visible. Yeah, yeah. You might as well make them pretty. <laughs> and advertise your movies. So hey, why not? So I rode. Um, I went to the Florida State Fair. It's fair time here in, in the Sunshine State because it's winter, and of course we have our fair in the winter. Um, so I went to the Florida State Fair on Friday with my son, and we rode the big Ferris wheel. Like it's like the tallest traveling Ferris wheel in the South or something, or North America actually in North America. Anyway, and so they have like gondola type. Like cars on this Ferris wheel, and it, it, I'm sure that it, this is sort of the same, you know, style that it's going to be. This, these were a little bit smaller. They only seat four, four to six. I guess you could seat six in it. Um, but and they were open. They were sort of enclosed on the sides, and they had sort of cages on like the front and back, like caging or whatever. So they were open. So yeah. they, you know, they don't have AC and that. Yeah, so it's got airflow. Now, again, it's winter, and it's not hot here yet. It was warm. It was very warm on Friday. But so, I mean, I didn't notice it felt like, you know, sweltery hot. But there again, you know, it's it's not July. So <laughs> this is why we have our fair in, in February, right? Um, so I don't know. I feel like I got a little bit of a taste of what it might be like. So it was interesting. Um, <laughs> the next news story is that there is an updated look for the mobile app at Disneyland and at Disney World. The updates are already available on the Disneyland app, and they're coming soon to the Disney World My Disney Experience app, which is constantly crashing. Um, the navigation is now easier with a new design that includes colorful icons, and there's more f- photos of food items have been added to the app. And guests with allergies and dietary restrictions now will have better access to choices that fit their needs as well. 
cool. in the mobile in the mobile order in the mobile ordering yeah. and i highly recommend it if more you pictures of food has never been right i love pictures of food yeah yeah we like that some more pictures you said there yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that'll be helpful yeah yeah so I saw even on the walt disney world website they don't have a lot sorry no, no. <laughs> I was going to say, I saw on um, some social media posts this week that the um, ADR modification went away on mm. the yep. app. The e- I saw that, the too. E- on the app. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, do we know, is that just like a, a glitch, or is that something that's <laughs> permanent? Nope. Permanent. It seems uh, to be on purpose, yeah. Okay. All right. Huh. You have to actually go on the website. So you have to go on the mobile on website the to or cancel call. an ADR yeah. or, or call. Yep. Okay. Correct. Well, that's good information to know. I'm not sure if I like that, but I don't like it. I don't like it. They make you dependent on your phone. They should make it easier for you on your phone. Yeah. No, they make it. You can't even do it on your phone now. That's, I know, that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah, they should make right. it easier. Yeah. Yeah. If they're going to be phone centered, they ought to make the phone as functional as possible. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the final news story is over at Disney Cruise Line. Star Wars and Marvel Days will return for 2020 sailings, um, and Star Wars Days will be on the Fantasy from January to March 2020, and guests can encounter Darth Vader, Kylo Ren, Chewbacca, C-3PO, and R2-D2. There's also a full day of Star Wars activities, including live shows, Star Wars themed family and kids activities there will be unique beverages and food and special merchandise offerings of course and Mm -hmm. a special deck party called summon the force then marvel day at sea will take place from january to early march 2020 on special five night disney magic sailings and this also will have marvel superheroes and villains Captain America, Spider-Man, Iron Man, and more. I've seen Loki on there as well. And there will be live shows for the whole family, a deck show, Marvel-themed activities for kids and families, and special merchandise, and, of course, unique food and beverages. Well, that sounds like fun. It's fun. That does sound like fun. How how frequent are those are those cruises that have one or the other of those? They're, they only do them for a couple months, so they usually do them back-to-back-to-back-to-back. So it's only mm-hmm. in the. Is it generally in the summer or? It's January to March. Okay. All right. For 2020, for both of them. So yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It was at a time when they were doing one of those, just so you get the full effect. Right. Right. That's neat. And it's the uh, the fantasy. And the, the magic. And the magic. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the magic then will pop up here. And for the fall, oh, right. magically yeah. leaves New York City in the fall. Manhattan yeah. Port, Manhattan Terminal, yeah. It goes over are to... Those, are, the, are those two the bigger of the four or the smaller of the four? No. The, well, the fantasy and the dream Fantas- are, right, the, are the bigger. Are the biggest? Are the big ones. And then the wonder yeah. and the magic are the smaller two. Are the smaller ones. Okay. I can never keep that. Yeah. Until the new ones come. Until, the new ones will be bigger than the big ones now, right? <laughs> I, I think, think so, so. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. I think that's the plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the fancy and the dream are pretty big. You don't even realize how big they are until like you pull into another port, like you pull into Nassau or something, and like you know a, a carnival, you know the sensation pulls in next to you or something. And you're like, oh, that, look at that. That's little. <laughs> <laughs> look at the little boat. Oh, yeah. That's cute. Look at the cute little boat. Yeah. <laughs> they have boat envy. Just throw Mickey waffles at him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty 
large. You should have throw Mickey waffles at the other boats day at sea. That would be great. Right? right. Oh, my gosh. You should taunt them. That's, That's so how funny. we go to war. Yeah. <laughs> like frisbees. I pelt you with my Mickey waffle. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I think that's uh, that's all the news. That's now? all the news. All yes. right. All right, John, you've been chomping at the bit with rumors, haven't you? We got a few this week. I was kind of shocked that this week, you know, a month after a month of I know, like nothing, slow. we've been <laughs> slow. I don't like it. No. I want my rumors. You do. Well, what you got? Well, um, according to sources, um, Brazil, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Hold your hey, breath. Hey, John, can I go. interrupt you for just one second? Yeah. I was literally, like, talking about Mickey Waffles, and no one, just, Kathy just started talking right over me, and I was like, what is happening? You're ignoring me. I was on mute. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I was like, no, Waffles! Okay, I was literally like, talking like, Kathy, hi! Hi! <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Fine. And John... We, I promise we wouldn't ignore you on purpose. All I wanted to say was they're selling the mini waffle makers now on ShopDisney.com. That's all I wanted I to did, say. I, I did see that. Oh, yeah. You're right. I ordered one. It's fine. Cam doesn't know it yet. He won't about it. Five to seven mm-hmm. business days. <laughs> Five to seven business days. I love it. Yeah. Anyway, um, John, are we? We're really going back to the Brazil pavilion. This is a thing. Yes. Oh, it's supposedly, it's back oh, on the Lydia. table, along with along with the UK uh, Disney attraction, UK pavilion attraction. Listen, just let it. Just letting you know that this stuff is going to be heating up. With D23 this summer, within the next few months, these rumors are going to be off the wall. So you know what? Just prepare for it. I'm going to have some crazy rumors probably in the next six to seven months. (laughs) And you're all six to seven months. (laughs) It's a long time. Doesn't it feel like we've been talking about this for six to seven years? The horizon. (laughs) Don't see it next Christmas. All right. It's great. Thanks. Uh, You know. (laughs) <sighs> any day now. Any, any day uh, now. We're going to get something. Now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to break your hearts now. Oh, no. Because this is where we're going to bring Spaceship Earth up. Okay. They're saying that this could be closed, if not all of 2020 and most of 2021. I saw that. Oh, two years, right? Ago. They said it's going to be two years. It's going to be long time. It took yeah. two years to build the damn thing. No one will care because maybe the visual finally what's facial painting. We know it's coming. We, we need two build years. A new one. It's gonna be bigger than the galaxy to building. Didn't it take them about two years to build that? Well, build what? The spaceship w- what do we build? <laughs> We're the not, they're the not actual... rebuild they're they not could. rebuilding it. In two years, they could. It. They're just doing all the... Well, the amount of time they're rehabbing it, they could build That's another one. That's what I'm one. saying. They could tear it down <laughs> and build another one in two years. <laughs> oh, geez, Louise. <laughs> so when is it When is it supposed to close? I forget. Either they're saying either at the very beginning of 2020 or sometime shortly after okay. the new year. Late fall. Okay. I thought it was going to be this year sometime it was going to close, but not till next year, you're saying. Right. Okay. Okay. 
but yeah, we we've known that it's going to be close a couple of years. It's sad, but but you know, we'll we'll get through. We'll get through it together. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably well, not going to be. Won't think we love them anymore. <laughs> the way the way I think about it, I'm probably I'm not going to be there till 2021, 2022 anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's looking like for me. Uh, okay, we all just agree that we need like. Walter Walter Conkite to come back. Oh, that's unlikely. Of course, he's. That was really unlikely. unlikely. Yeah, zombie Walter Cronkite. Magic. He's not zombie Walter Cronkite. We're gonna open the Brazil Pavilion and get some voodoo priestesses out there. Bring them back. Find his voice voiceover like (laughs) mimic. There we go. That was the best. Yeah. That's like that's the spaceship birth of my childhood. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) By childhood, I mean I was 15 when it opened, so, you know. <laughs> that, that's my favorite still, too. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Maybe they can do Morgan Freeman. That would work. Yes, I was just going to say, Morgan Freeman would be great. Yeah, yes, that works. Or James Earl Jones, you know. Oh, wow. Like a really iconic voice like that. Darth Vader <sighs> doing Spaceship Star Earth. Wars Land. <sighs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> John, you're not asleep again, are you? Okay. No, I'm awake. I'm wide awake. Right. Right. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? <laughs> We've hijacked John's rumors again. It's okay. Whoops. Is there, do you have more? I do. Oh, right. um, so with the closing of Spaceship Earth, this brings back into the fact for the Wonders of Life Pavilion. Okay. When... This closes. They are planning on reopening Wonders of Life, but it Fuzzy will won't have any clothes on. <laughs> but it <laughs> won't be. There won't be any true attractions in in the pavilion, uh, but it will be home to kid-friendly properties. Ugh. What? Okay. Like what? Properties. IP. Like, like IP. Eh. Yeah. Like like a bunch of meet probably like meet and greets and, and oh, yeah. small yeah. like shows like and little stuff. stations and stuff like yeah. probably well, or we could just find Buzzy and open that back up exactly <laughs> still it's still the way it was you know cracks me yeah. up on YouTube all these people that just you know go in and look at stuff yeah those videos fascinate me I've watched yeah. like a ton of them. It, it fascinates me because it's like, okay, I would be so afraid to get caught that... Well, these people do get caught. Some of them. One guy said that he told was told by a janitor that he could go back there and take his time. Yeah. <laughs> he said on there, I, there was, I peeked my head in. The door's unlocked. I peeked my head in. The janitor said to come on in. And he said he wanted to go look inside the old, was it Body Wars? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, yeah, go ahead. Take your time. Oh. Nice. Who said that? The janitor. The janitor. I, I know, but it I'll just seems... I'll find the video on YouTube. I should know. We do not condone this behavior. Yeah. We no, we do, we, do not, we do not recommend you doing that at all. <laughs> but people are insane. Yeah. yeah. So is there anything else? Um, that's it, actually. That's it for now? All right. Well, that was pretty good. That was good. Okay. So, now, as we said, this past week, it was this week, wasn't it, Sam? You were 
Yeah. Yeah, she had a magical opportunity to attend a travel agent training session at Disneyland Resort in California. So let's hear what it was like walking in Walt's footsteps. So, Sam, how was your trip? It was really good. Um, It was unfortunately pretty rainy while we were out there. But, you know, Disney in the rain is just Disney in the rain. I didn't think it rained in Southern California. Yeah, it it never rains in Southern California. I've been told. It doesn't. So they say. Um, my aunt and uncle who live, you know, just 20 minutes away from Disneyland said, hey, this is very unusual. And I wow. did not dress or back accordingly to the, the wetness and the cold. It was like a crisp 35 one morning. <gasps> oh, my God. Wow. Whoa. So I, like, lived in my big Sherpa pullover sweater pretty much. Wow. So did everybody else. Like, nobody else was packed. No. I think the way they should have been, but well, anyway. No, of course not. So uh, this was a this was a training or like a fam tour. Kind yeah. Of so thing? it's called AEP, and basically what it is is an education program, and different agencies are invited at different points to um, basically come out there and be a representative for your agency and learn and kind of experience, and they want you to well. They really spoil the agents when they're out mm-hmm. at these programs because they want you to sell the best of the best. And so in order to do that, you experience the best of the best. Sure. Um, makes sense. And fortunately, I had to go without my partner in crime, Shelby, sad face, because we only yeah. had one spot. So um, they put us up in the Disneyland Hotel, and we they provide your park tickets, and then about 75% of your meals are hosted, which means that Disney takes care of it, which is super weird feeling, like just getting up and leaving and being like, okay, thanks. That's uh, crazy. And then they provided us with, yeah, a $50 dine card to use at, like, the quick service restaurants or whatever. So, and then we do, like, product knowledge and marketing knowledge and then experiences. So that's the the biggest and coolest experience we had on this trip was um, – the Walk in Walt's Disneyland tour, which was a surprise to us. We had no idea we were doing this. Um, we, we were told that we had a theme park experience from 9 to 12 p.m., 9 a.m. to 12 p.m., and I knew I had actually planned on possibly trying to catch this uh, tour on Thursday or possibly Friday. Um, and so I had already known it was three hours long and started at 9.30 in the morning. And so I kept saying to people, I think we're doing this tour and everyone's like, no, 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 it's, it's, it can't be that. Right. Right. Cause it's, it's usually limited. I think they said 10 people per tour group per day and they usually run about four tours, about 40 people a day. Um, and the Walt walk and waltz Disneyland tour is a more of a historical tour. So, you know, I think all of us would have enjoyed it, but I just, specifically kept telling myself oh my god jeff would love this jeff would be all over this i don't know like it just something about it i just screamed jeff i don't know why but, i'm um, thinking jen k too yeah right? jen k yeah. our history buffs Ooh, but yeah. um so there's not a whole lot of ride riding in this we did ride two rides we rode the disneyland um railroad which if you're a walt disney fan you'll know he basically um, built Disneyland because he wanted to have somewhere to go with his daughters, but he also wanted to have a very large train to ride around. Um, <laughs> which is the best reason to build a yeah. theme park ever. Right, which is perfectly Absolutely. acceptable, right? Um, yes. And then we got to ride Alice in Wonderland, which 
I now I don't know. Somebody in my tour group said the reason why this was built was because we wrote it was because it was the first dark ride that was a movie. Because one of his little girls was like, I want to ride a movie or something, something of that sort. Mm-hmm. But she didn't mention anything like that. So that may be incorrect information. She may have just heard that through the grapevine. But um, the Disneyland Railroad is th- is five-eighths of a scale of a regular train, which I did not know that. I wouldn't even think about that, like, that it wasn't uh-uh. Like, they had to they scale everything to fit perfectly within the park. So yeah. um, there was... I'm trying to think. So we did our tour backwards um, because we had two tours going at the same time and we did the exact same tours, but we started ours from the last thing and then kind of did the history versus the other tour that did the history and then the last thing. And the most important part and most of the reason why people do take this tour is because it gives you access to Walt's personal apartment above the fire station. Oh, wow. At Disneyland Park. Um, so, unfortunately, on this tour, there's no video allowed. There's some photography, but not a whole lot allowed. There's absolutely no video or photography allowed inside his apartment at all. So, sure. yeah. not really sure why. <laughs> um, I'm guessing just to preserve that kind of shock and awe kind of thing. Um, and it's that's considered backstage, and they almost never let you take and pictures of anything so backstage. You, I assumed you actually went into the fire station. There was like a set of stairs somewhere, but it's not. There's a large stage door where the parades come in and out, just like Magic Kingdom at World. And you go through that doorway, and it's actually up a set of stairs. And it's quite small. It's about 550 square feet, and um, there's no actual bedroom. It's a, a living area that has two fold-down couches. And because back in those days, uh, Lillian and Walt did not sleep in the same bed. That was I love what they called the I Love Lucy era where people had mm-hmm. separate beds and mm-hmm. a small kitchenette and a small dressing room with a, a bathroom about the size of my first apartment's bathroom. Um, and that's it. So it's, it's fairly small. I, I kind of figured it would be this very grand um apartment but it it's small it's just somewhere kind of you'd say it's like a studio right it's it's a studio apartment yeah Yeah, they uh cozy it's very cozy yeah they said did it feel like walt would live that way you know yes i don't think he was like an ostentatious kind of person no he wasn't um practical and and it had to be fit in above you know it wasn't built to be a apartment building it was built it was in a you know (laughs) It was a it was Wedged a pretend in firehouse. Where it could be over the firehouse, yeah. Yeah. Right. It wasn't cool. a castle. No. <laughs> he didn't live in the castle. No. Although if I were Walt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it smelled exactly like I expected it to, like old apartment. <laughs> Steel cigarettes. No, actually it didn't smell like that. I was surprised. That's kind of what I thought it would smell like. Because they say his apartment at Disney Studios still and Burbank still smells like cigars. He died and fifty years ago, right? How yeah, does that smell? <laughs> Maybe it's just uh, like they're not for breezing it, right? Did <laughs> he change the drapes at some point? Right? No. Nope. <laughs> um, maybe it's just like people know that's what it used to smell like, so maybe yeah. that's what they just they kind of imagine yeah, it. They probably. that's what they say, but so or, or we have got so, instead of a little air freshener in there they've got a, right. a, a, a little, just a little air in the back corner that's like 
So um, <laughs> that's funny, a smoker pressure. Um, so do do VIPs or what, people still stay in that in that apartment or they, like family or the family can visit whenever they wish. Um, and they hinted towards it was kind of like they could either drop in whenever they like or they can schedule. They did mention that the granddaughters were there a couple of weeks ago having lunch. Hmm. Um, and that the kitchenette is still fully functional, so they can even use Grandpa Walt's old grilled cheese sandwich press if they'd like. Um, it's fully, fully functional. So they said that they've tried to keep as much of the apartment as kosher as they can. They have had to replace the carpet, um, and they got, they said, almost an exact replica, and same with the wallpaper on almost an exact replica of it and they've changed some pictures out and they've put some um antique disneyland souvenirs in there on display because they said um a lot of walton lillian's personal effects were come in and claimed by family after their passing which rightfully so sure yeah there's still people still family and they're humans yeah 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 i mean Definitely after taking the tour, I had a new appreciation for Walt's vision and the charm and the quaintness of Disneyland. I mean, to me, Disneyland was just, oh, it's Disneyland, you know. And now it's like, okay, now I kind of get why Walt loved this place. And it's hard to explain the whole, everything that happened in the tour. I mean, we, we walked around and we talked about the World's Fair and, you know, his passing and we talked about all of the different things. But um, as far as VIPs, Kathy, I don't think that anyone is allowed in the, they didn't say, they, they just said that tour groups and family, but they didn't specify what family, if that included like Roy's grandkids mm-hmm. and Walt's grandkids, or if it was just Walt, like yeah. they didn't, they didn't specify, but yeah, it was just a very, eye-opening experience and just super cool to do you know be surprised with like because we had no idea what we were doing so uh, yeah um, that's a great surprise yeah it's only one of four tours they do at disneyland so oh. there's not very many that they do they do a christmas one and a halloween one and that one and now i can't remember the fourth one off do you the know top of my head i want to say it's just, how much this one the waltz apartment one costs if you were to go and pay for it i want to say it was 99 a person Right. Let me check. That's not bad. No, that's, that's nothing. That's worth <laughs> yeah. every penny. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Let me let me look. You know, I think we were so overwhelmed and excited that nobody even asked, like, how much does this typically cost? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you're supposed to be selling. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, you're gonna have uh, clients looking for this. Uh, and we did have a plaid. So she walked around with us, and yeah, it says call for reservations. I. If you got to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah, 15% <laughs> annual pass holder discount. Let's see if somebody has there. Well, this somebody, there's somebody did a review of it. This is from 2016, and it was $109 per person. Okay. Yeah, That's touring in 2016. Right. Touring plans in 2013 said 109 a person, so I would assume. So maybe it was, yeah, just a little bit more. Yeah. Happiest, yeah, happiest blog on earth and a year ago, almost to the day, is 109. So I would assume that's the same, same amount. Yeah. But the only thing that 
I wish the tour would have included is we talked, you know, about it's a small world and things like that. I wish we would have rode them like yeah. after we talked to them that, you know, talked about them and that, you know, they walked us all the way there. Yeah, literally all the way there just to be like, okay, you know, there the, the different. Uh, and now we're moving is. on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And now we're moving on. So that that's the only thing. Like, you know, we got, we rode Alice in Wonderland. She's like, okay, I have a surprise for you. We're going to, you know, have a VIP experience and, you know, go in through the exit so you guys can ride Alice in Wonderland, which I was excited because I'd never wore, rode it before. And it's interesting because you ride. It's like a dark ride, like Winnie the Pooh or Peter Pan, but you actually like ride up and end up on like the rooftop and then come back down. And so, oh. anytime it rains or anything, it's closed. And so, it was closed for the first few days of the um, of my trip. But yeah, so we got to do that. But then it was like we'd walk over to the salon and it's like, okay, and now we're walking and we're like, okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it was such a neat experience, and the whole the whole trip in general was just a really neat experience but i will say my biggest tip and i I, you guys know me i'm frugal you're gonna go to disneyland there's not a whole lot of quick service on the resorts so it's important to stay club level if you guys are like eaters because it's all in the parks it's pretty much all in the parks or downtown disney so how convenient is downtown disney to the hotels very convenient okay um Grand Californian and Downtown Disney walk right out, or Disneyland Hotel walk right out to Downtown Disney. Okay, so they Paradise serve Gary as... You have to go across the street. So they serve as the food for the hotels. Do they have... Right. Is it what... Uh, do they have any restaurants in the hotels? They do. Um, Disneyland Hotel just reopened the week we were there, Tangaroa Terrace, which is kind of, I would say, close to... I mean, it's very close to... Like, uh, like Polynesian, it's Polynesian themed. It's like Kona. There's a right. They have Tonga um, toast and everything. I know Hana wins. So it's, it's so they got, but they don't have like a like a Captain Cook's equivalent, like a. No, I mean when I say they, it's it's quick service, but it's all like Polynesian themed. So there's nowhere at the Disneyland Hotel to get just chicken nuggets, burgers, fries. Right. Okay. You know. T- type thing you can order room service there and there's also goofy's kitchen um which is a character meal which the mm-hmm. breakfast was phenomenal there they have steakhouse at d5 which is like their more fine dining scale but there's there used to be years and years ago i remember from high school like a walk-up pool bar that had chicken fingers and burgers and fries yeah. and i think that's what this has become basically so you know i'm not really a club level person <laughs> you you know, yeah. I always try to talk yeah. myself into it, but I always, but you know, then Cam chimes and he's like, well, I want actual like meals. Like he doesn't yeah. want to just snack all day. Yeah. Um, but I think that in this case with having no dining plan and no like refill mug program, like world does and no like real, like simple quick service at the resorts club level is definitely worth it. And the food, we went in there and toured the different clubs the food looks so good. We went in during tea time. They had all sorts of different sandwiches. They had a fruit bar, vegetable bar. Wow. They were making all sorts of different mimosas. Oh, my goodness. Um, Disneyland Hotel told us that during, like, the appetizer hours, Steakhouse 55 brings in appetizers from their kitchen. So it's, like, wow. really 
good food, Whoa. at least out there. Yeah, you know, that's never, good stuff. Yeah. I've never experienced like, you know, Club Oval anywhere else, but it was, you know, they have the unlimited wine and beer and soda and, Mm-hmm. You know, he, they said, even when it's not mealtime, they always leave out like Uncrustables and Goldfish and Trail Mix. Yeah. Um, each club has a library you can rent from. So they have over 500 Disney movies that Club Oval guests can rent out. Um, so that's, that's probably the number one thing that, like, hmm, yeah, I can see. <laughs> and after staying there in August, I can, yeah, I would have to say that if we did it again, we'd splurge and go club level just so we'd have the access but oh yeah it's just disneyland's very quaint has everybody's been to disneyland right no 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 No. i want to yeah i really want to i have a cousin that lives close enough we could probably stay with her and go which would be nice but yeah i mean i can't i can't convince my husband to get on a plane for six hours to go to disneyland when we can drive an hour to disney world (laughs) (laughs) kathy i'll go with you I I'll want to. I really do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it could easily be done in three days. I mean, you really could do a majority of the stuff in three days. Yeah. That, that was the biggest, like, selling point that we learned was Disney World, they call it, is their week-long magical destination. But Disneyland is their weekend oh, magical okay. destination. So nice. you can really market that to be, you know, a three-day, three-night two-day or, you know, four-night, three-day destination. But let me tell you guys, I've never eaten so much food in my entire life. Like, I was in <laughs> cruise mode. Like, every time we turned around, they were giving us, like, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, breakfast, oh, lunch, wow. dinner, snack. I mean, it was so – we didn't go hungry by any means. But the um, there is anyone out there listening that's doing Disneyland planning. Goody's Kitchen is wonderful. Tons of – variety it was eight o'clock in the morning they had chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and ice cream and peanut butter and jelly pizza cheese and pepperoni pizza and i thought that was really interesting and so i asked the cast member and they told me that i guess it a lot of like the asian markets it's like dinner time to them at eight o'clock in the morning and so they try to cater to both i guess time zones type of thing because they get a lot of like asian australia that makes sense to me yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so um, I had chicken nuggets and mac and cheese at eight in the morning. And that was like amazing. Uh, I would um, do that. I would totally I would, do that. Yeah. I need mac and cheese 24 hours a day. Yeah, <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the character and the other character meal we did was storytellers, which used to be, uh, the critters mm-hmm. meal and they've changed it. Now it's Mickey and friends, which is fine. I kind of like the critters uniqueness. They had a di- lot of different mm-hmm. like Miko and, up and nail mm-hmm. and things Coda. like that, but Dakota, yeah. And the menu was just not kid friendly. It was lunch, but technically brunch, and they had waffles and sausage and eggs and stuff. But like the lunch portion, like there was no kid option. Like you know how like <laughs> Chef Mickey's will have like the little like little part of yeah. the buffet that has like the mac and cheese and stuff for yeah. kids. There, there was yeah. none of that. It was oh. like I'm gonna butcher this queen. Quinoa, what, how do you say that? Quinoa. 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 Yeah, yeah, they did have prime rib. Um, they had some cold, like they had salad, cold kale salad. They had um, cinnamon mm. crunch milk. I did not what? try it. What? It was like in these little, 
little, yeah, it was like in these little baggies with a straw, with a paper straw, and like tied up, and it was cinnamon crunch milk. One of the girls got it. She's like, it's not bad. Like my kids would like it, but mm-hmm. you know, I'd be not and they had like if they served cinnamon toast crunch at breakfast and then offered that the rest of the day. <laughs> Someone's walking those tables. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? It really? Yeah. The, I mean, the, just yeah. pour it back in. The, the breakfast offerings were good. Just the the lunch stuff. So if you have picky eaters, storytellers for lunch may not be your your best bet. But Goofy's Kitchen, you definitely feed pretty much everybody because there's something for everybody. I I even had ice cream. It was great. People were like, "Have you lost your mind, Sam?" I'm like, <laughs> "No, that's really no." Fun. And then because ice cream. Oh, the yeah, then yeah. ice cream uh, Sunday bar. The other really cool thing that they have at Disneyland that just came out is Mickey's Mixed Magic, and it is a laser show um, and projections, and so it's sometimes with fireworks because Southern California doesn't always have fireworks, um, and it's. Like, all of the classic Disney songs that we know, but, like, EDM style. It's very catchy. And it was so fun because when everybody was on Main Street watching it, everybody was dancing. There wasn't a a single person in there that wasn't at least kind of shimmying along with the music. And I just, I really loved that. That was awesome. You know, we, we saw it not once, but twice because we were like, oh, my gosh, it's so fun. (laughs) And that was a nighttime show, like, on Main Street, you're saying? Right. Okay. So when this castle comes down from its scrim, because it's under the scrim right now. Oh, yeah. They're doing um, 90th anniversary updates to it. Uh, It'll go back to being all through Main Street and then projected on the castle with the sometimes fireworks. And then there's two other viewing areas. When Rivers of America comes back up, they'll have it. And then also on It's a Small World. And each projection show is different. So depending wow. on the where mix. you, I'm sorry, what? I was going to say, isn't the mix magic of Mickey's 90th birthday? Yep, thing. And it is, yeah. And get your ears on is like the the song, the catchy song that they came up with. And then you know they have Mickey's Sensational Parade, which was also really really cute. Why does Disneyland get all the cute stuff? <laughs> because they're Disneyland. Right. I love that more. Like the both parades yeah. was. You know, that parade was super cute. But, um, yeah, so Mickey's Mixed Magic, I wish they'd bring it over to World. It's even, like, you know, as a before, after, happy, happily ever after type of thing. Because it was, or Hollywood Studios would be a good place for it, too. Super, super cute. Awesome. Learned a lot. Ate a lot. <laughs> walked a lot. You know, all the good stuff. So. Yeah. And you, uh, how was your, let's see, what was your dress code again? Was a resort, resort casual. casual. So, so what was yeah, it? Nobody really dressed for the weather, like packed for the weather. Yeah. So it was yeah. ended up being more casual. One girl had yoga pants and t-shirts on every day, pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, khakis and polos for the three guys that attended the. And then you know, I I don't know. The first day I wore like a tunic and black pants, and then the second day I wore the same black pants and a sweater and. Um, the third day when we were in the parks, a lot of us wore jeans because we were in the parks. Um, a couple of people wore, like, the athletic leggings and tennis shoes. Not, I thought that was a little too casual, but, yeah. you know, we're walking around stuff. So, a little bit more casual than what I thought, but, you know, it's always best to be early and overdressed than 
There you go. Yeah, like yeah, you want to overdo it a little floppy. bit. Floppy. Yeah. So I thought that. Was... No, I know you're a flip flop girl in the parks too. You, I don't. You didn't wear flip flops, did you? I did. I had dress sandals <laughs> the first night. I did wear dress flip flops the second day, and then I actually was lot. Okay, so the first morning, full morning, we had. Hey, did you they had say dress dress flip flops? I heard that too. Yes, yes. they're sparkly no, and they're pretty. I can, I can bounce flip-flops. live at the beach dress flip flop you have to have casual flip flops and boat flip flops and dress flip flops. If you don't have <laughs> yep. three pair of flip flops, you're doing it wrong. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. True story. Three. Jeff gets it. I only have I may it. or may not own a pair of sneakers and I have like boat shoes as uh, you know, pass for dress shoes, but I have at three or four pair of different flip flops. Yep. <laughs> That's yeah, yep. you got a priority. Uh the first morning, I had Extra Morning Magic, which is exclusive. It's their idea of Extra Magic Hours. It's just in the morning. It's just one hour, and it's for resort guests, and every day it flip-flops. So, Tuesday <laughs> morning, it was Disneyland. So, on our actual on our itinerary, it said one hour to enjoy Disneyland Park at your convenience. So, we I was walking to Disneyland to meet up with some of the girls, and I was live-streaming. I don't know if anyone, any mouse lifers on my Facebook saw this, but I actually slipped and fell. Oh, no. Because it was raining and hurt my foot and ended up wearing my gross flip-flops, as I like to call them, just my dark <laughs> flip-flops for part of the day because my foot was all swollen. Aww. And they felt so bad for me. And they were like, we can rent you a wheelchair or we can let you sit out. And I was like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just walk it off. So, um <laughs> It's funny. Yeah, it was bad. Like, really, really bad. <laughs> it was kind of funny, though. Um, and then, but yeah, so, and then the second day and the third day, my feet were cold. So I ended up, which was very strange for me, and I ended up wearing sneakers. So you're welcome for that, Kathy. I actually wore sneakers <laughs> yeah. part of my trip. I guess uh, that's uh, the end of Sam's trip. Um, sounds like it was a lot of fun, very informative, and it really makes me want to go to Disneyland. I have to get there one of these days. Really do. Well, so that's all the time we have for this week. I hope you enjoyed Samantha's trip through Waltz Park. As always, if you had as much fun as we did, please do like us on Facebook and SoundCloud, rate and review us on iTunes, and follow all the fun on Twitter at MouseLifePod. Thanks for listening. Keep on living the mouse life, and we'll see you real soon. Mouse Life's theme music provided by Shadows of Life.